0: And then he kind of took his dream job, but like 50% of physicians' first jobs don't work out. They're not the dream jobs you think they'll be. One day, I found myself in Albuquerque, New Mexico, living in an adobe home. I had no friends. My youngest was starting kindergarten. We still didn't have any money. Um, Nothing had gone according to plan. And I thought, I cannot be the only physician spouse who feels like she has gotten ripped off. All of those cases in many, many hospitals across the country have been completely dropped. And so physicians that are paid per case, you know, or billing hours, Uh the financial aspect is fascinating.
1: You are listening to the Financial Clarity for Doctors podcast by Finity Group, LLC. Where we discuss the pertinent financial planning topics facing physicians and other medical professionals. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc., a registered broker dealer, member FINRA SIPC. And now, here are your hosts, Rochelle Vanderzanden and Corey Janoff. Welcome to Financial Clarity for Doctors. I'm Corey Janoff, and this week we have a special bonus episode for you. One of Affinity Group's financial advisors, Peggy Haslack, interviewed Laura McKeldery, the creator of the Married to Doctors blog and podcast. They talk about things from the perspective of a physician's spouse and get into how this COVID-19 pandemic is impacting physician families across the country. Hope you enjoy
2: all right. Well, uh, Laura, uh, on the phone here, or on the video today with Laura McElderly. How, how do you pronounce that? McEldery. Yeah. McEldery. Okay, I'll get that right at some point. Um, <laughs> no worries. McEldery. Okay. Uh, so I'm on the phone with Laura McEldery. And Laura started uh, in 2001 when she married a boy who was going to be a math teacher. Um And nineteen years later, you find yourself um, married to a doctor, and you have a website and a coaching business called married dot com. Tell me how did you get to the space? It sounds like an adventure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was quite the adventure. so we 've lived and trained. My husband has trained um, in Arkansas, Ohio, Wisconsin. New Mexico and now we live in Missouri and my husband is a surgical he's a general surgeon with a critical care trauma ICU fellowship and uh, it's just been a long road because first of all he didn't know for sure he wanted to be a physician Um, he thought he wanted to be a math teacher Mm -hmm. and then he took the MCAT and decided to be uh, be a physician and then he was going to be a surgeon But then that was really stressful on our family for a number of reasons, Um, one of which was we had young kids with some demanding needs. We we had a son who had a a brain tumor in medical school and had some needs those first few years of residency, which he's doing great now. But at that time in our lives, that was a super stressful added thing. Um, I felt completely abandoned in a new city by myself. He was stressed and he was like, you know what? I can be happy being a pathologist, so I'll do that instead. I was like, well, that's great. You know, they may have much better hours. Hallelujah. You've finally seen the light. So <laughs> So then we moved back to our home state of Arkansas and he began pathology, but he wasn't in it very long when he, as he would say, missed cutting people. That's his quote, and needed to get that itch scratched, so we ended up at that point trying to find a program which was a little tricky for those of you in the medical profession and have gone through match or or finding programs if you get off cycle you're kind of a a misfit, you know the island of misfit toys, and so we were very very fortunate to. Get a position at an accredited place where he could go finish surgery, become a licensed physician. And we did all of that. Um, And then he kind of took his dream job, but like 50% of physicians, first jobs don't work out. They're not the dream jobs you think they'll be, which was a big heartbreak. You can imagine as all this time has passed, we're talking years here. Mm -hmm. Um, At this point, we were seven years out out of medical school. So it had been a long road. We were ready to settle down. And when he realized that he wasn't, we could have stayed at that job, but he wasn't going to get to do the cases he wanted to do and that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. He decided to do a fellowship that took us to New Mexico. So all of this to say, one day I found myself in Albuquerque, New Mexico, living in an adobe home. <laughs> I had no friends. My youngest was starting kindergarten. We still didn't have any money. Um, nothing had gone according to plan. And I thought I cannot be the only physician spouse who feels like she has gotten ripped off. You know, like sold a bill of goods, like. I've given up at least two amazing teaching jobs. I have a degree in that. It's what I absolutely love to do. I had great, um, principals and coworkers at different points. And I'm like, I just let all that go. I keep letting my retirement go. Any, you know, thing that I could do, <laughs> you know, the kids have bebopped around their educations getting messed up. Um, you know, we're never going to have a 529 for our kids. <laughs> I <I'm> just like, <laughs> like nothing's going according to plan. And, um, I knew that there were a lot of other physician spouses that had made, um, it's hard to call it a sacrifice, but honestly, it really is. Sometimes um, you give up certain things for the sake of your marriage um, because your spouse is a physician. And so at that point, I was like, I needed, I wanted to create like a, a positive and a safe place for For myself, really, (laughs) so that I could have others communicate with me and, Mm -hmm. and I could communicate with them about what it was like and how can we support each other and Mm -hmm. what techniques and, and what things work and how can we stay, you know, in a good mindset when we're dealing with the stresses of being married to a physician. And so I ended up starting the Married to Doctors podcast and Mm -hmm. it's just been so much fun. I set a goal to do it for a year after the first year it was successful enough i just finished year 2 and thank you <laughs> and it's just it's it's been great so that's a very very long answer <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but you know it's that's kind of the that 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 path mirrors the clients that we work with at the affinity group because we get we start working with um, uh, these physicians when they are in this period of their life, their residency and fellow. And, you know, it's the world, it's, uh, it's the messy middle where there's so much going on and it's, it's not, you know, in the, the, the glorious doctor thing that a lot of people really, uh, uh, you know, envision, Sure. You know, when they go, when they pick this up, and the same thing with the, even with the advisors, it's the pe- who's who's in there in the trenches help you trying to get through these decisions and moving. And 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 one of the things that we've tried to do is we have our advisors, our licensed all over the country because um, it's much easier if you find somebody who's good who you know who you can relate to and understands you and has been through the you know New Mexico, Arkansas, Missouri, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And all the other end the health decision, the family and the home and all that that, yeah, yeah. that you know, how do you, how do you find another financial advisor when you move back to Missouri? You know, how do you train a new one? Right. So what we've done is we move with them. So uh, that's part of the relationship that we have with um, with most of the clients. Uh, and I, I can tell you that as a woman being on the phone with some of these clients, um, and and the spouses. I can sometimes hear things in the in their voices. It's they want to have par- they want to be part of this discussion. We need to include them in this discussion. Uh, let's get their input in this discussion so that they mm-hmm. can do that and give them provide them resources that will be helpful to get through this period as well. So
0: important because, you know, and. You know, I guess we need to acknowledge, we both are aware that about 50% of physicians are female, mm-hmm. 50% are male. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found that it's usually, and then of course there's lots of dual physician couples, Right. but if one couple's a physician or one partner's a physician and one is not, I mm-hmm. have found it usually, not always, mm-hmm. often will fall to the non-physician spouse to be included on a lot of those plans because- they're the ones that maybe have the time to do it. And mm-hmm. they're the ones that kind of have to carry the plan out, you know, either transfer the money or make sure taxes are done a certain way, you know, whatever it is, or just mm-hmm. really the day-to-day expenses. So hey, it's, it's, even, a lot, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's even scheduling the appointment. Oh, yes. Because sure. that's one that of the things that I know. We have to
0: schedule their doctor's appointments, <laughs> you know, <laughs> their doctors or
2: they don't ever go, you know. absolutely so most of the people who come to your site are are women yes the majority
0: of my listeners are women probably because I'm a female so I speak from that perspective that Mm -hmm. I that I have and that I own but of course I welcome men and I I do have men as well but yeah I my audience tends to be more women. More women.
2: Yeah. And that's, and and, and it's the same thing. I typically work with women and I have a few, a few male doctors and male veterinarians, but, uh, you know, I, I, I do feel the most, um, enjoyable from my standpoint is because of the way I think that women work with women. It's a little bit more collaboratively. So I enjoy that. Now, when I first contacted you was because um, I saw your post on, um, you did a post or a a podcast on divorce and you interviewed a doctor about divorce and I was working on a project um, where I, I was trying to find out where because all the articles I've seen and all the work I've seen, it's always from the male perspective. So I've seen lawyers going through divorce, but I'd never seen female lawyers going through a divorce. Oh. I couldn't find any articles or anything. And I've seen, yeah. and I was looking and I'm like, well, I wonder about female physicians. Uh, Is that it? And then I came on your site and it was like, oh, maybe this will be it. And it wasn't. (laughs) Nope. That's one of the
0: ones where, where it happened to be a male, you know, out of, you know, uh, 150 episodes, there's about six to 10 that are males. And you found one of them. Yeah. That's funny.
2: But that, and that's one of the things too, is that these, when it is the, when it is a tough situation for a female to go through. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard enough for um, some females in some of these positions that they are, you know, there's not very many female surgeons, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a certain type of mentality that has for individuals who work in that, in those uh, or at least
0: certain stereotypes for doctors, right? Yeah, for I will, I will say, um, my husband's partner is a female, and I'm so glad she's awesome. Oh, is yeah. she? Yeah. Oh, she's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's incredible. So I'm really glad for that.
2: Yeah, that is great. I noticed that because I've had both of my shoulders replaced, and I noticed that all the doctors, the lead doctors, were male, and all their um, assistants or uh, that you know I guess their PAs position system yeah yeah they they're all PAs. females yeah so i thought yeah. that was really interesting yeah um,
0: no in this case she's his equal his is she her, yeah equal good. partner that's what i'm saying yeah no mm-hmm. no 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 nothing under she's every bit as much in the game as he is
2: congratulations she's, to her yeah um but i do feel that women are and maybe you can bear this out. It's, you don't like to talk about things that are hard sometimes or if it's not working out very well. And so who do you go to, to talk to? And that's one of the things that I've seen at your website is probably uh, Mm -hmm. a good sounding board to also help those women get through some of these tough times on Is that what you're, I mean, do you get? Yeah. I mean, I think we're really
0: trying to create a safe space. There are female Mm -hmm. physicians that listen, um, to the show as well as, you know, as, as we've already mentioned, you know, a lot of those just in a relationship Uh with a physician. And I think it's so important to have that safe space because what we find is that, a lot of these problems come across as very entitled problems Mm -hmm. um, to certain populations. And it's not that we're insensitive, but it's that these are the real issues we're dealing with. So if you tell someone you have six figure student debt for someone that maybe um, struggled in high school or feels it, you just have to, we needed a safe place. We needed a safe place that we could talk openly and without the judgment of the public and without all the stereotypes of the public, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of in our face. And so that's, that's really why I created the show was so that we could talk about the problems that we have from medical school through retirement. You know, Mm -hmm. I hear from from women and men they're like oh my gosh my spouse is cutting back on their hours and this is the hardest period of our marriage <laughs> we're like we're never gonna, we're never going to make it cuz you know a lot of these like type a surgeons that are busy 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 use their brains use their hands always mm-hmm. into something and suddenly they're like I've got time on my hands. What work mm-hmm. am I supposed to do? You know, it makes it a little complicated. So, um, oh yeah, I, I definitely I, interesting.
2: It, well, <laughs> it is, it is, it is perspective, and it's you know everybody likes to believe uh, you know there's the glory in it, and then and the whole <laughs> the glory of being married to the doctor. But I gotta tell you, this are uh, you know, and probably the last. years, it has been relatively, uh, there's been pandemics and stuff like that, but I think right now we have the added piece that is coming in, and that's the, you know, the elephant in the room is that, um, have you had more people now come and visit your website and seeking your help because of what's going on with the COVID-19, and equally the financial implications of what's happening?
0: Yeah, so absolutely. Um, I have a Facebook group that I haven't, you know, that's not really my main gig, but I have had people finding me there more recently. um, Definitely engaging on Instagram, engaging um, and listening to the podcast, you know, and to past episodes as well. I think people are seeking out those resources. Interestingly, we've been talking a little bit about the need for this safe space. I think this COVID-19 and the fact that our physicians are on the front line of this war that we're battling with this invisible enemy. I, it's crazy. You know, I think that for the first time people are maybe not the first time, but for a lot of people, they're kind of like, Oh, maybe I'm glad you're not a doctor. You know, maybe I'm glad we don't have that problem, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course this is very um, specialty specific. Mm-hmm. So, the things, so my husband is in critical care and so, you know, with the COVID patients, really they're probably their best bet is really a pulmonologist. Uh-huh. You know, like that that would be preferred. But after that, you know, you're gonna have your critical care docs, anyone that has ICU experience, um, emergency room docs, of course, are being hit really hard because where do you first show up? You show up and right. they mm-hmm. and so they're constantly facing that. So those physicians are getting hit really hard. Other physicians that have um that have like, uh, let's say, uh, bariatric surgeons, uh-huh. um, maybe even allergists, you know, a lot of things like, uh, I don't know, maybe they cut moles off of you, you know, but yeah. it's not going to kill, it's not good for you and you need them to be removed, but uh-huh. you don't need them to be removed yesterday, you know, yeah. Yeah. and all of those cases in many, many hospitals across the country have been completely dropped. And so physicians that are paid per case, you know, or billing hours, Uh the financial aspect is fascinating. You know, it's affecting us in big, we don't know what the ramifications will be because if your schedule has been cleared and Uh you're not working, Uh what is that going to look like if you're paid based on, you know, projected number of hours? Oh, wow. I, I and now really you're not even... working those hours. Oh, wow.
2: What happens to your
0: salary? And here's the thing. Like, is the hospital going to say, well, you know, you'll just, you'll go down to base. A lot of times you'll have a base pay.
2: Uh-huh. So
0: you can't really go below that. But right. up to 50% of your salary can come above the base based on the hours. So your salary very well may have just been chopped in half or even worse, depending on how your contract's written. Right. And, Mm-hmm. And then you go, you go, and what's the hospital supposed to do? They're not getting money. The COVID patients, we're going to treat them. We always treat everyone, even though, you know, you know, that's what hospitals do. Um, if you're in a life or death, you can't breathe. You're going to get help if at all possible. So, I mean, it's, yeah. a, I don't know. I think, I I think there's a lot going on you know we're recording this what's today i've lost track of time march 23rd it's, it's, yeah by the time people hear this
2: right. where are we gonna be sounds where a are we little be?
0: ridiculous and we were all hyped up over nothing yeah i don't know you know looking at italy um there are physicians making what people are calling wartime medicine decisions really over mm-hmm. who has the best chance of of me you know what skills do i have that can mm-hmm. best help one of these people right now. Wow. Wow. And you can't run faster than you have strength. You can't help more people than you have resources for. Right. And it is it is really sad that mm-hmm. they don't even have the personal protective equipment in many cases. Right. right. And so they're exposing themselves in turn mm-hmm. they're exposing their families. And uh, so it's literally,
2: it is, it is. It's like wartime t- medicine. You're it like, oh my god, It's wartime medicine. Like, yeah. So yeah, are you, are you doing things to try to um, get word out there that, you know, you're here for, or your group is here?
0: Yeah. So I have, I have my regular weekly podcast called Married mm-hmm. to Doctors. Mm-hmm. I also have a Facebook group called Married to Doctors subscribers that people are welcome to join. Okay. Um, My Instagram account is also Married to Doctors. Now, exciting news. In addition to all of that, I wanted to create more help. You know, I work as a life coach with physicians. And if there's one time when I could maybe help them Mm -hmm. and their families, this is it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really happy to say that I've launched a new podcast called Positivity When Social Distancing.
2: Okay. It just got
0: approved by Apple today. Okay. So it's called, yeah, a positivity when social distancing. It's short five to 10 minutes mm-hmm. of life coaching tips, really for those with loved ones in healthcare and parents. So it is definitely focused more towards them. But of course, anyone can listen and see if they find it useful. Um, it's, it's a bring a notebook and a pen kind of podcast where I'm going to just be giving you some exercises and ideas as they kind of come to me, as I see kind of what the community's asking for. Uh Um, and it's hopefully a very short lived temporary podcast. (laughs) Um, but I, I felt the need for it and wanted to give more, Mm -hmm. um, in, in that way. And so I thought that would be the best format for me to use.
2: Oh, that sounds so, cool. Um, we'll have to get yeah. that information so we can definitely yeah. post that t- together as well. And and you also are doing coaching. So yeah. So tell me a little, little bit about that because that seems to be an area that is also. Um, I see women asking for that. I see that a lot of female professionals mm-hmm. asking for coaching or guidance or. Um, yeah. that, you know, I want to bring my authentic self to work. I want to bring, uh, and I feel that I need to have somebody who can help guide me through this world. Uh, yeah.
0: Sometimes you need a cheerleader. Sometimes you need <laughs> someone to be there for you. And it's not necessarily mental health, um, as much as it is, um, mindset, overcoming doubts, mm-hmm. um, working through hard things, you know, the Senate, sentences you tell yourself about yourself, the mean girl voice in your head. It's about all of those things. And so, um, I, I love doing coaching, um, right now with everything going on, I am doing free 20 minute calls for anyone that just needs someone to be with them and Mm -hmm. listen and get it with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have coaching packages as well, which I have priced and And have options available for those that are financially struggling too. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it's it's um yeah, it's something that I love. It actually grew out of the podcast. I didn't start out, hey, I'm a life coach, so I'm gonna make a podcast, so you'll coach me. (laughs) Started out, hey, I'm this crazy lady doctor wife, let me work through my issues and then (laughs) Mm-hmm. eventually over time developing the rapport with the listeners and them saying you know what i want to ask you the question not the person that you had on your right, show right so right right
2: right it's been a lot of fun to see come together mm-hmm. and likewise you know at, at where i see is this is definitely you know the have you worked with a financial advisor or have you ever had how is because in my world you know only there's very few female financial advisors. Most of them yeah. are the male financial advisor on that. So yeah. uh, again, you know, I, I do want, uh, if people feel that that's where they want to be, where they feel that they want to have those conversations that, you know, they, they can have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. There are
0: them. a few good females out there.
2: <laughs> You're <in> the worst.
0: <laughs> so sometimes, yeah, sometimes that's what we're looking for. I think we're all looking for, good, solid advice. And on the surface, we don't really care about your gender. But then on a deeper level, there are certain ways that you can open up with a financial advisor if you feel more comfortable with that person. And so for those that do prefer a certain gender, it's nice to know that there's a few ladies in that field. um, Because finances are personal, you know, they They really show your value system. And Mm -hmm. I think it's important that people... um, you know, that people make good financial decisions. Obviously, when we're facing something like COVID, we're all like, well, holy crap. I'm glad we had a little bit of cash on hand or I'm glad, you know, Josh and I just paid off a student loan and I'm kicking myself. I'm like, we just... Sure. oh yeah like, yeah because we we had been building up some savings and we let's get rid of this one it's got the highest interest rate we're like that felt good now i'm like i kind of wish we just had that cash in the bank but yeah. you know we do the best we can we we only know what we know when we know it so mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah I, 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 there's you know that's what do you do? What do you do? But uh, you, you, you laugh about it, you hope.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I, mean, what are you gonna do? I call him up and say, hey, since he doesn't have the right face mask, I think you should at least throw us back that bone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get that one back for us?
2: Right, oh. Right. Yes, I mean, yeah, it's, there is, um, well, I, I'm glad that they are doing that for, the, for those doctors that still have the student loans uh, because, uh, yeah, that is a, that's a, a tough hurdle to face um, while you're doing all this stuff and, you know, studying and all that. Uh, and I do know that finances, that's one of the stresses that do come up households Mm -hmm. so I did see on your podcast there are there are a few discussions about yeah (laughs) absolutely and and
0: finances affect relationships so even Mm -hmm. though I'm primarily a relationship coach or relationship type based podcast if we didn't talk about money it would be one of the elephants in the room I mean it causes a lot of marital strife um for various reasons and so we try to address that from time to time I think it's imperative that we do
2: Mm mm-hmm well, yes. And then, and I, you know, I, uh, same thing is I believe a lot in the, 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 emotional aspect of financials and you know, when you can hear it in somebody's voice that there's, there's something they're unclear on, or there's something that they, I had one conversation. I remember having the, the conversation with a, a doctor's wife and hearing it in her voice. And they said, there's something there, there's something there. And a couple of phone calls later, um, uh, I was on the phone with just the spouse and it was uh, that they had decided it was time for them to split. And I, after seeing, you know, when I saw your stuff, I was like, Oh, that would have been a great resource for that particular spouse. Uh it would yeah. have been very, very helpful. Um, especially uh, since there was an issue with childbirth and PTSD, mm. which happens also Uh, when you're dealing with, when you have those challenges in child rearing and children being sick and things like that, just, just throw, throw a little oil on that fire, you know? Yeah. 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 What else can we add
0: to it? And that's what I feel like, um, you know, physicians have in some ways really, I think been taken advantage of for quite a while as far as, well, they'll be there when we show up and we can overwork them, underpay them, you know, Mm -hmm. they've got to earn their right to be here. And, you know, people are kind of getting tired of it. We're like, what are because we see our peers making as much or more money working fewer hours and we're like, Well, we had decent enough brains on our shoulders. Why did we choose medicine? And mm-hmm. sadly, you know, my husband I always say when I'm when I'm talking about this, you know, some people see medicine as a job, some mm-hmm. people see medicine as a career,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: some people see it as a calling. I'm fortunate that my husband sees it as a calling. Because mm-hmm. it's a little more, it's easier to accept kind of the crap that comes along with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, COVID-19 is pushing us all to the brink. Because it's like, you know, it, it's just got real. And, you know, what are you really asking them to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and at what cost? You know, at the cost of their lives, at the cost of their Mm-hmm. families lives at you know for for the love of Pete get the people the right equipment you know get us testing sooner like um, there's a lot of frustrations in the medical community right now and there's mm-hmm. legislation being tossed around and you know we're let's talk about saving the big companies and we're like can that include hospitals and
2: physicians yep yep and and when this is all over and when this is all yeah. over, what yeah, who's advocating for us, right? We'll just be there. Oh, we're rich, you know, again, all
0: those stereotypes. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah. They're well, obviously wealthy, they've got an MD behind their name. We're like, look, people, we haven't been out of training that long. We've got debts. We've spent, you know, our savings wasn't as big because it took us longer to get those letters behind the name. Right. Um, it's 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 a hard situation right now. But I will say it's not just physicians, everyone is feeling this. I don't care who you are. And I respect that, and I know that. And yes. as a country, I think we're just all feeling it.
2: Mm-hmm. And I do
0: want to be respectful of that, but at the same time, I care about the dogs. Like that's my it world. Is, well, like, and, that's, and that you know, is. Oh, and that—that's mm-hmm. the people that I coach. That's the people I know. And they're also, you know, our peers and our friends. And so it's hitting right. really
2: close to home. And that's one of the things that when I've done with my practice is uh, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because when I'm working with somebody, uh, you know, I, I, people will say, well, just get a coach, you know? And it's like, Oh, no, you know what? Get a coach who knows what is, it was an expert at working with you. And, you know, I see the same thing, as I said, I work with female professionals and I do deal a lot with a lot of veterinarians and, you know, that's a whole different cup of tea. The stresses mm-hmm. that they have because it is the same thing in terms of uh, the money that people perceive they make yeah. and, and the, the cost And honestly,
0: vets are worse off in so many yeah. cases because education is as expensive, but the return in pay isn't isn't quite fantastic. it. Fantastic, yeah. yeah, and the same pro sal
2: thing. But again, you know, and, and, and having the resources to do that. So I make it my business that if there is somebody who is a, an attorney who works with doctors who understands what doctors are from, I even uh, have, I work with a realtor who works with doctors. Uh, She was a, uh, worked for years in the administrative um, area of a hospital and then, hung that up and started doing real, uh, real estate. And it's like, oh yeah, we want, you want to talk about doctor's house? Cause I know what they're going to be looking for when they start. And then when we talk, start talking about reality, it is, this is where we're going to go. And yeah. so, um, uh, it's, it is all about, you know, when people need help is getting those experts that are expert at doing, uh, working with people like them. So I really appreciate your time today and appreciate, um, finding out more about you. So, um, how can people get a hold of you? I would just refer people
0: to my website, which is married to or find the podcast married to doctors or the new one, which again is positivity when social distancing.
2: Okay, well, very good. Thank you, and I wish you the best of luck with your family. And I know I'm going to be talking to you again in the future. Um, anything that we can do, with you know, to help you out, absolutely, let us know. We want to uh, make sure that your family is safe, because we definitely need to have uh, you, your clients, your family uh, <laughs> out there right now, especially. So I really appreciate. It.
1: We would love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future topics you'd like us to cover. You can get in touch with the show by emailing podcast at thefinitygroup.com or by following Finity Group on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Finity Group LLC. You can follow me on Twitter at Corey Janoff CFP, Instagram at Corey Janoff, or on LinkedIn under my name, Corey Janoff. You can follow me on Twitter at Rochelle Finance or on Instagram, Vanderzanden Rochelle, or on LinkedIn under my name, Rochelle Vanderzanden. Check out all of the podcast episodes on the affinitygroup.com slash podcast on our affinity group YouTube channel or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to check out our financial clarity blog at the slash blog.